And thank you so much for joining us once again. It's a Nightly Pleasures podcast, episode number 310. I am your host and the author of one of the pieces you're going to hear today, The Grey Knight. You can call me Jack. Hi. What's going on with me? Nothing. Same old, same old. I hope something new is going on with you in these interesting times that we find ourselves in. I have renewed my commitment to myself to be as sexy, as interesting, as entertaining, and as patient as possible so that you can relax, because you deserve that. No matter where you are or what's going on in your life, I can provide the entertainment. So I hope that you are ready to enjoy today's episode. I think it's going to be a great one. Up first, we have a hell of a cowboy tease. It's really going to get you in the mood for your favorite Southwestern fantasy. It comes from Kimberly Dean. It's an excerpt from a piece called Unrequited. This is a sexy little introduction, and it's definitely going to get you hot and bothered. Once again, an excerpt from Kimberly Dean's Unrequited. It had been a hot, sweaty bitch of a week. Ty took a long pull of his beer and savored the cool breeze coming from the air-conditioning vent overhead. The shower he had taken to get rid of the dust and grime hadn't cooled his internal body temperature. Working outside in this heat wave had been like working in the fires of hell. By the time he and his men had knocked off earlier tonight, they'd been more than ready for the weekend. Kicking back in his chair, he grabbed a few peanuts from the bowl in the center of the table. He could use that steak he ordered right about now. You're up, Frank said. He handed him the darts and reached for his own half-finished beer. Ty dropped his peanut shells on the table and wiped his hands. A Leonard Skinner song started ripping through the airwaves as he found the spot marked on the floor. He eyed the board carefully. He needed seventeens. He was taking aim when the door to the bar opened and a new customer walked in. Out of the corner of his eye, he saw the flash of a figure. And by that, he meant a figure. Long, dark hair, sleek curves, and high heels. In a word, his type. For a moment, his concentration was distracted. It was blown to bits, though, when he saw the way she moved. There was something about the tilt of her head, the swaying of her hips. The dart flew out of his hand and embedded itself firmly in the pockmarked wall behind the board. Frank let out a snort. That's a first. He laughed. Ty looked straight over at his friend's head and felt the air get knocked right out of his lungs. The woman wasn't just his type. It was the one. Trista. And she was with someone. Frank swiveled around in his chair. When he saw the beautiful brunette, he did what came naturally to construction workers. He let out a whistle. Ty's free hand whipped out and clapped his buddy across the back of his head. Ow, Frank said, reaching up to rub the sore spot. What's up with you? Just because you saw her first doesn't mean I can't look too. Put your eyes back in your head, Ty growled. He felt his fingers curl into a fist around the remaining two darts. Men around the bar were eyeing her like fresh meat. Just because he couldn't stop staring didn't mean that they shouldn't. The fucking cavemen. Oh, baby! A howl erupted from a table of bricklayers beside him, and he'd had enough. 
Turning, he jabbed his darts halfway up their tips into the men's table. The laughing stopped pretty damn quickly. Give the lady some respect, he ordered. Sorry, Ty. One of the guys mumbled. He held up his hands defensively. We didn't hear you call dibs. Just back off. Frank was eyeing him carefully when he turned back around, ready for whomever he had to take on next. I take it you know her? his friend said. Ty's teeth ground together. Yeah. He knew her. Hell, he'd been silently obsessed with her for nearly three years. She was married to Denny. Frank perked up in surprise, and he looked over his shoulder again. That's your sister-in-law? She wasn't his sister. Not even close. Not anymore. Trista was a free woman. She and Denny Divorce had gone through eight months ago. Eight months and ten days, to be precise. She was single now, but this was the first time she'd ever seen her out with another man. He found out he didn't much like it. He watched in disbelief as her date ushered her to a booth at the back. He used the term loosely. After the way she'd been disrespected, a real date would have turned around and walked her right back out of this dive. Instead, this, this weenie had his hand on the small of her back. He was pushing her out in front of him, almost like he liked putting her on display. More, more likely, because he got off on the attention it was bringing him. Ty's eyes narrowed as he watched that hand at her lower back. If it dropped so much as a quarter of an inch... The guy was going to lose it. Serena finally showed up with the food. She strode through the swinging doors to the kitchen with a huge platter lifted to shoulder level. Here's your steak, boys, she said as she propped the tray on the back of the free chair. Frank eagerly reached out to help her. The steaks, baked potatoes, and corn on the cob took up most of the table. The waitress sat the bottles of ketchup and steak sauce for the two of them on open spots she could find and she let the tray drop to her side. Anything else I can get you? A gun. Ty bit out. Both Frank and Serena jumped. Frank was the first to recover. A smile slipped out onto his face as he looked at the barmaid. Uh, why don't you just start with another beer? Serena caught on quickly. She followed Ty's gaze, and her blonde eyebrows lifted. She's gorgeous. I'll bring you a pitcher. Ty had a feeling he was going to need something more than that. Trista was gorgeous. That dress. God damn, she looked like sex. He felt his gut tighten. What was she trying to do? Bring him to his knees? It wasn't as if she was showing a lot of skin. The dress just clung. He didn't blame it. With the body she had, he'd want to cling to it too. He always had. He reached for his beer, unable to stop himself. He let his gaze slide down her back to her tight little ass. Watching it sway was his favorite pastime, and tonight was no different. As always, his cock went on alert. She was sending out vibes she shouldn't. Not here, in the bar. His gaze drifted lower to her long legs. He'd had dreams about those legs. Fascinating dreams where they'd been wrapped around his waist. Draped across his shoulders. His beer mug must have hit the table with a thump when her dress hitched up as she sat down. 
Was that a thigh high he'd just seen? Shit. How much was a guy supposed to stand? His pulse began to pound as he looked at her face. The lighting in the bar wasn't the best, but he could swear the dots of pink were coloring her cheek. The flutter at the base of her throat told him that her heart was beating as fast as his was. And her lips. He felt his groin get heavy. She chewed off half her lipstick. She was acting edgy, adrenalized. Her gaze suddenly swung up and locked with his. Horny. His dick nearly jumped out of his pants. She was aroused. He could see it from halfway across the room. She'd felt his stare, and she was responding to him as a woman. A freight train started rumbling inside his chest. Her mouth parted halfway when she recognized him, and all he could think about was kissing her, touching her, lying down the way that he'd always wanted. He took a step forward, ready to throw tables aside and knock people out of his way in order to get to her. Her date had suddenly turned in his seat, though, and that he was stopping cold. She was here with someone else. I told you it was fun, and I told you it would be teasing. Once again, that was Kimberly Dean and an excerpt from Unrequited. Don't you need to know what happens next in that honky-tonk? You can find out more at KimberlyDean.com. That's K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y-D-E-A-N.com. Or more on her Twitter. That's K-Dean, the letter K-D-E-A-N, writer. R, wow, W-R, I-T-E-R. Once again, K. Dean Ryder on Twitter. That's Kimberly Dean. Up next, something a little bit more edgy than edging. It's got the name Blade in it, and that's literal. So, trigger warning for anybody who doesn't like domination, anybody who doesn't like surprises, or anybody who doesn't like knives, but don't worry, this isn't knife play. Even when I do the standards, I gotta bring my own little flair to it. So, here it is. If you're ready to be dominated to the point that you're going to break, it's Blade's Edge. Well, don't you look nice. <laughs> well, that's gotta be a real interesting contradiction for you. What do I mean? I mean, you got dressed up so nice just to get fucked up? Really? Does that give you control? Does that give you armor? Does it make you feel like you're going to get through this? Hmm. Well, how did you want me to start? You wanted me to start slow? You wanted me to take you nice and easy? No, I think you just expected me to do it wordlessly because that's what you thought would be hard, but from the way that you can't make eye contact, me talking to you like this, you listening to it, that can't be very easy either. Can it? No, I don't think so. I think this is exactly the right way to dominate you. This is why I do it. You've never met a man who's more silent 
have you? Didn't respond to your texts, even your pics? I've made you, and remade you, into a twisted, horny little thing, haven't I? Mm. You're barely resisting. You're supposed to say no. You're supposed to not whisper a yes. So, I think it's very funny, personally, that you got so gussied up just to get so fucked up. But what really matters is what you think. What really matters is how you feel at the end of this. Your eyelashes are very nice. Glue? Or magnetic? Because I don't just think that's mascara. Mm. Am I not supposed to know fake eyelashes? Am I supposed to know, quote, every part of a woman's body and not know eyelashes? Am I? Does it make you feel vain? Does it make you think that I'm perceptive? Maybe some other woman I just fucked up told me about eyelashes. Maybe I'm not anything at all. Maybe I just know about eyelashes because I wear them myself. Mmm. My stage name is Coco Riki. No. Not really. But would it surprise you? You see, that's why I'm doing this part of it. Even though I know I could open up your ass cheeks with my hands and start cramming my cock in. And it would feel amazing if I did. This is fun too. This part, it also has its charms. So, what do you say? Do you want to really get dominated? The real thing. The real thing. Not just some fake bullshit. Not just on your knees. Not just calling you slut and whore. You can do that. I'm very good at it. You, the way that you keep crawling across that line for me, no, that's not how I want to dominate you. No, what I want to do to you is really, really, really fuck you up. And this is the perfect way to do it. <laughs> Make you feel it all, and you do for me, don't you? Don't you? Good. Very good. I don't need to call you a slut, do I? I'm stronger than that, aren't I? I mean, you are nodding. You are saying yes. Your body sure is. Your pussy still is, isn't it? Do I have to check? Do you want me to run up? 
and down the front of your pussy. You do? You're sure? You're absolutely sure? If I start pushing you against that wall with my walk, with my body, not my hands, but my voice, if you just comply and push your ass and the back of your head up against that wall, you're sure, you're sure, cornered, alone, with me, you want me to stroke the front of that pussy through its panties? You're sure? You're positive? Good. Wait right there. <laughs> ah, there it is. You see it? Now you realize there's going to be some consequences to your actions. When I pulled this out, your body changed. You promise, didn't. Ah, this is a knife, and I'm going to dominate you with it, and I'm going to do it because you're scared of it. In a way, that's much more fucked up, don't you think? Than if I did like it, than if I did want it, than if I did have this kind of fetish, and I'd been building you towards it. This was some sacred, dark thought of mine that I couldn't wait to bury deep, 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 deep down. Mm. In a way, that would make it understandable. I would still be human. I would still be something you could understand, but it's not. I promise you, the knife does nothing for me. No. All it does is scare you. That's why I'm using it. Because it scares you. <laughs> Don't you understand? Because this... This is just a tool. And so are you. Tonight... With your pretty little fake eyelashes. You're just a tool. And you promised, 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 didn't you? Didn't you? Before you stepped through my door, you promised I could use you any way I wanted. And that would get you off. And even after that, I backed you up against this wall and asked you again and again, you promise you're sure, you promise you're sure specifically. And you said yes. And here we are, and you have doubts. The knife, it's also a metaphor. The knife is also for you to understand what you've been doing. Making promises you can't keep. But I can. Even if you can't stay turned on and brave throughout every part of this, I can. You see this knife and its hilt. That little fucking bit of handle.
When I told you this was going to be hard. <laughs> when I told you I was going to fuck you up and you couldn't imagine it. You thought I was going to take your ass or fuck your face. Make you sweat. And I'm wondering how much glue did you put on your eyelashes? Can I melt it right off you? They're magnetic. I don't have a chance. So, they better be glue. The way I'm making you shiver, the way I'm making you shake with this knife handle, the way that I'm slowly circling your pussy, pressing down on the very tip of that oval. Mm-hmm. I'm so good at it with my thumb, aren't I? You can't believe it when I do it with my hand, but it doesn't feel as good with the knife handle, with the little pommel, does it? Pressing down into your flesh. Hmm. I am so turned on right now. It's everything I can do not to get hard. And I don't want to get hard. Because if I do, I have to fuck you. And if I fuck you, you know you make me come so quick. You know that I come so quick right inside that pussy. Mm. So you better not make me hard. Hmm? You better not make me fucking hard. Because what I want to do is take this knife, its handle... Get it inside you. Oh, not yet, of course. I want to keep circling your clit. You're so scared. It is. It's so sharp and dangerous and so heavy and blunt. Every part of it's a weapon. It's a real weapon. This isn't some cheap little knife. Why do I have this? What kind of man am I? What other tools? Oh, it was a lot of fun when I had the riding crop, wasn't it? And you thought it was so nice and neat. You loved the quality. You know, it was no cheap little pickup. It was nothing on the internet, no. That's the real thing. It comes from a real, real, real bondage maker. You can't find his address online. And you loved it. You smelled it. And you sucked it. And you asked me how many other women I had used it on. And this is the same quality. But it doesn't have the same effect on you. Mm, turned you on when I had that. This scares you. So why are you so wet? You want to pretend. You want to give that nice little PC response. Oh, it's physiological. Oh, you can't control it. No. You like to be scared. And you very much like to be scared by me. 
Mm-hmm. First little bit of cold metal inside that slit as I move the handle up and down. Oh my god. You feel so good. Oh my god. You feel so ready. And yet, here I am sticking that cold little bit of unwrapped handle, blood and cast right inside your pussy. And then pinching your lips shut around it with the other hand. Sliding both all the way up and down that slant. This is how I worship that pussy. This is how I worship your pussy. This is how I show you that I need you. And this is how I worship that pussy. Yes, 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 yes. Ooh, you could come from just that, couldn't you? Couldn't you? The fear of it, cornered against this, you are in so much trouble if I want you to be and your pussy loves it. Is it calling you all the names that I won't? That I don't? Mm-mm. Right there, right there, right there, right there, right there. Oh, I love how wet you get for me. I do, I do, I love how what you get from me and how turned on you are, now you need to come from me, you do just as the hilt pushes in a little, a little, a little, yes, 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 Oh, I'm fucking you with that handle, the metal, and the leather. You love it. You love it. You do. You do. You need my free hand on your fucking throat. You need a little squeeze. Is that what you need? My thumb pressing up against it? I'm not even going to choke you. I am not going to choke you. I don't need to. I don't need to. You're going to come for this fucking knife. You're going to come for this fucking knife. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you fucking are. Uh-uh. The hand is just there to remind you that I could. You're mine and you're going to come for me. You're mine and you're going to come for me. You're mine and you're going to come for me. There, 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 there. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Oh, yes. <gasps> you got my blade all dirty. I don't know why you're laughing and I don't know why you're smiling. Because you have to clean this up. Uh-uh, just like my cock, you gotta clean it up after you come on it. So stick out your tongue. Hey, do I need to remind you where you are, who I am? Stick out your tongue. Remember when I mailed you the letter? When we first started this, remember when I made you lick the envelope? Hands behind your back, toy up your ass for the first time. 
tongue out. I made you seal the envelope on the letter that you had written and addressed to yourself, reminding you never, ever, ever to contact me again. Well, I warned you. I warned you then, I warned you last time, and I warned you, warned you, warned you, warned you, warned you. So stick out your tongue. It's very sharp, isn't it? It's probably a little bit cruel to hold it up in front of your eyes, to show you, to twist it in the air. I could have just brazed it across you, but no. I'm seeing it's important, because otherwise you wouldn't realize if you flick that tongue, even a little, you're going to cut it. If you panic, you might chop a little of it right off. You'll bleed so much. We'll probably be able to get it reattached. Probably. So don't get scared. Hold your tongue out. Mm. See? Once again, you asked for it, and you begged for it, and here it is. So, my thumb on one side of your neck my index finger on the other, and I'll just push you against the wall. There. Keep that tongue nice and still, because if you curve it even a little, slice, slice. <sighs> there. Ooh, such a good girl. Almost done. <gasps> Scene. That wasn't so bad, was it? Get that tongue back out of your mouth right now. This knife has two sides. Stop trembling. And then we can finish. But you have to stop trembling. You have to stop being so scared of a little death and disfigurement, and displeasure in Daddy's voice. <laughs> you have to give everything, and that includes your stillness. So, there. There's the base of it. Don't move your tongue. There we go. Good. See? That's not so bad, is it? Hmm. <sighs> ah. Do you want me to put the knife away? Yeah? Good. I'm done with it anyway. And it's a tool. So there it goes, and it won't be coming back out.
take a moment, breathe in, breathe out. You're supposed to be scared. You're supposed to be a little bit in shock. I enjoy that you are very much. Do you want me to take my hand from your neck and stroke your earlobes? You'll love it when I stroke your earlobes, when I take both of your ears in my hands and I'm so close to you face to face. My big, meaty paws are just gently stroking. Your earlobes. Mm. My God, you feel good. You do. Mm, you're so hot. You're so warm. You're so fresh to the touch. so scared of me when you're so aroused. Oh, it turns me on so much. Mm -hmm. It does. You're such a cute, cute girl. You try so hard to be good. And here I am, needing so much of you. You give me more and more. You can't get enough, can you? No, I can't either. I want so much of you. I want so much of you. Mm, like this pussy. Oh, so sensitive after what just happened to it. One little finger. Mm, creeping inside. Mm, that big of a reaction. And then I push the second in. Ooh. This is my pussy, isn't it? Yeah? I can do what I want with it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah? You sure? Oh, wow. Fuck it. I own your pussy every time you come to me, and I want to fuck it. It's not too frigid, is it? It doesn't have too much of a taste for the fucking knife, does it? No, it still wants me. Hmm? Pull these fingers out and push me into you. Oh, come on. You know what I love. You know what I love. Yes. Guide me into you. Mm -hmm. Is this my pussy? Are you guiding me into my own pussy? Is this my pussy? Up against the wall? You can't stand it, can you? Can you? My body towering over you. Pushing you against the wall? Ha! I love it. How small I make you feel, getting my cock in and out of you. Yes, yes, yes. Mm, saving up for you is no easy feat. Mm? 
I wanted to come so bad today. I wanted to come so bad today. Thinking about what was gonna happen. Thinking about getting you. Thinking about my pussy returning to me. Mm, fear I'd see in your goddamn eyes. Do you think I can smell it? Do you think I'm like a dog, like a beast? Do you think I can smell the goddamn fear on you? Cause I can. I fucking can. That's why I used it. To bring it out of you. Mm, right there. Right there. I love the way it feels when I fuck you. Yes, yes, yes. Fuck. 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 Yes. Come on. Come on. Yes, keep it as tight for me as you can. Keep it as tight for me as you can. Keep it as tight for me as you can. Yes, 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 yes. Maybe I should fuck you with a fucking knife every time, huh? Huh? If you're gonna keep it this fucking good for me, this cooking hot, maybe I should fuck you with a fucking knife every goddamn time, huh? You think so? You think so? You think so? Oh, 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 right there, right there, right there, right there. Yes, 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 yes. Come on, come on, come on, come on over this fucking cock so I can come inside you. Come on over this fucking cock so I can come inside you. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Ah. Ah, yes. Ah. Ah, fill you the fuck up. Ah, ha, 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 filling you up with cum. Ha, 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 so sad. You look so spent. Every time, every time I tell you I'm gonna push you. Every time you think I'm not gonna, and then I do. When are you gonna learn? When are you gonna learn, princess? Oh. What you really want from me. What you really want from me. Is to be challenged. Mm, making you swallow a plan B and coming inside your cunt is just a bonus. Making you come all over me and my toys is just fun. Mm-mm. No. What you really want from me is what you can't get from other men. It's to be challenged and pushed, and that's why you come back. Time after time again, even though there's that look in your eyes that says, I can't believe I just did that. Well, 
dead. You are terrified of men, you're terrified of being alone with them, and you're terrified of weapons, and I just used all three of them against you to make your pussy a little bit tighter. And now, you're gonna have to fight with yourself, because you know from the beginning and end of this, it was all intentional. It was all psychological. I'm showing you that I'm going to hurt you for sexual fun. I'm going to hurt and damage your psyche for amusement. And because it makes your pussy as tight as your ass. And you enjoy it. So, you can wrestle with it. And you should. Because if you contact me again, just like all the times before, I'm gonna fuck you. I'm gonna come inside you. And I'm gonna use you every which way I can. All of them. Because you like it. Because you like it so much. But in the meantime, I told you, Every single time you make something dirty with that pussy, you have to clean it up. So get down on your fucking knees. And hopefully you enjoyed that piece. I have been trying to knock out your requests as hard and as quickly as possible. I had a little bit of a slow start to the month. The news, of course, was a little bit overwhelming for me, just like everybody else, and then also some personal stuff as well. I talk a little bit more about the Patreon. Uh, but in slow, but in short, I should say, it's been a slow start for me. But I've really been rolling along, and that particular piece got requested just a couple of days into the month about the need to let go, about the need to be surprised, and about the need to be dominated with the promise that something in the future is still going to be there. Well, I hope that that checks all those boxes. It's time to finish our episode now with two questions. We've got two questions from lovely girls. Girls, please, gals, ladies of the night, whatever you want me to call you so that you'll please put in a question. I'll be happy to do so. Send it in to Ali on the server. Send it in to Serena or Aria. There's so many ways to contact. You can find out more. Come on to the server, server's Twitter, at Real Great Night. Okay, all right, here we go. Hi there, Chad. Hello. It's Mango here. Hi. We're doing very well. Well, thank you, I am. situation going on. Ha! Um, I'm a fairly new listener here, mm. and I must say, your voice is so, so lovely and oh. so wonderful to oh. listen to, and I'm really enjoying everything you have very much. Thank From you. your podcast to the amazing community on the server, who were so kind and encouraged me to send in some questions. Because I was quite scared at first. Oh. Now, as for my questions, I have three, and please do forgive me if it's already been asked before. Like I said, I am new and I haven't had a chance to listen to everything yet, <laughs> but here goes. Now, for my first question, do you have any little or irrational fears, and are there any that you got rid of and feel proud of yourself for having done so? And my second... Okay, so for, as far as irrational, I'm not sure that I'd call it irrational, but other people have. And that is that I don't much care for bears. Now, 
there's a rational fear of bears, and I might exceed that from time to time. I'm going to level with you. I thought people were dying to bears all the time. I thought people were dying to bears all the time. Bears were killing people. They were hiking, and you go along, you hear the stories. And then I have to say, even though I can't do this all the time, I did do it this time. I looked it up pretty recently after the 20th person looked at me like I had three heads after talking about my fear of bears. And I found out that they have only killed like four people in North America in the last decade. I was like, oh my god. So I did kind of let go of the bear fear. I'm still very afraid of bears. I'll still be hiking. I do a fair bit of hiking. Uh, I've got some beautiful trails just a couple of miles away from me and, you know, social distance and all that. Uh, So I've been doing a fair bit of hiking at least once a week, trying to do it two or three times a week. And uh, I will be out there. And this is not bear country. There's not bear territory. I will hear a rumble in the brush that's if anything, the biggest it could be is a coyote, and I'll still... <gasps> bear! Uh, so that's the best I've got. This one might be a little specific, and okay. you don't have to answer at all if you feel so. Okay. But I know your content is quite centered around BDSM and the dynamics that come along with it, like DDLG. And I find these power dynamics to be very interesting. So I wanted to ask you, is there something about the dynamic, like the power play or the power exchanges, that you find especially appealing? Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, no, I do. I am a practitioner of BDSM in my personal life with romantic partners. Um, I've never had a playroom. I've never taken it to that extent or anything like that. But I do like to be in the dominant position, and I do like to have games or scenarios or sequences that are known to the other party, my romantic partner. I want you to be submissive. I want to do what I can with you. Now, that's my personal life, and you know, to keep that a bit private. Um, when it comes to narratives and storytelling, and what I put out as work, I actually just had this discussion last week with somebody who who wants to get into writing porn seriously, and I gave my thoughts on why so many synopsises written by women for women in in the romance or erotic genres. Begin with, this woman wants to be with this man, but she can't. And the woman that I was having this conversation with, is this because of, do you think this is because of uh, psyche? Do you think this is because of what women want and can't have? And my answer is no. It's because if the woman wants to be with the guy and can, then she will. So that's not a very interesting story. Uh, and then it becomes porn, and I write that, so you have to write romance, and if you want to write romance before you write porn, then they can't be together, and there's all that. And I really do think that that's just about it. The reason why so many, I mean, obviously there are some taboo romances, and it's great when that works out, but the reason why is to pad out the length. And quite frankly, a reason why I dip into BDSM or DDLG so much is not just because I'm personally comfortable and familiar with it, but because narratively for a script, it really works out very well. And also, if you're the dominant voice saying, I want you to do this, or I'm doing this to you, or this is what's happening, works out really great in the single channel uh, media that is audio. There's only one piece of information that you have in this podcast, and that is what you hear, what I choose for you to hear. And so when I'm a BDSM narrator, it's just so natural and it's just so easy to go, I'm doing this to you. You don't like it? Ha ha ha. Now I'm doing this to you. Ha ha ha. So hopefully that doesn't take away from the magic. Last question from Mango. And for my last question, 
Is there a certain subject or topic that really interests you? So something that you find very intriguing and would like to learn more about and educate yourself on in the future. Well, there are, Mango. There are so many things, and you know what? I I use the internet for them these days. I'm not trying to be rude or dismissive anyway. I want so many questions. I'm told I can be too cynical. Uh, But these days, it's a fantastic thing that if you want to learn more about something, you really just have to click a couple of buttons, and then off to the races you go. Um, And one thing that I would tell the younger generation of women out there who are trying to figure out, oh, I, everything I've been told about the economy and studying and all that might be wrong. I don't know what to come next. Uh, well, here's my one little piece of advice about that. Learn how to learn. I mean that. Uh, sincerely, I won't get too into it right now, but sincerely from the bottom of my heart, this is the perfect time to learn how to learn. This is the perfect time for you to test and push at different ways that you might be able to retain information that you could find useful in the future uh, to, to learn and apply information. This is the perfect time for you to figure out, maybe there's a way I could tweak the way that I could learn so I could learn how to learn better. All right, that's going to do it for Mango. We have one more quick series of questions from Iodine. Hey, Daddy, it's Iodine. Okay. My love language is cooking. Ha! If I cook for you, you're someone special to me. What is your love language? And um, what would you like me to cook for you? Ooh. Hey there. Ooh, she was gonna, she's so nice she had to say it twice. God, that was a great question. Thank you so much. Two new girls, Mango and Iodine, please give it up for both of them. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a question segment this week. Please send me questions if you want there to be one next week, don't you? I know that you do. Uh, oh, if I could have you cook anything for me. Beef Wellington sounds really good. I had a craving for that. Sacatini, if you do pasta. Ooh, I love mushroom sacatini. I was thinking about that the other day. Ooh, pesto mushroom sacatini. That sounds amazing. Beef Wellington, mushroom sacatini. Vegetarian or a meat option. Either. And if you can't cook either of those, then do you really love me? <laughs> uh... Gosh, 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 gosh. Um, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna level with you. I've gone in fights with exes and shit about love languages, so that should tell you that I don't have one. <laughs> it's not touch. I wish it were. I wish it were touch and affection. I'm trying to remember what they were. Um, I'm very verbal. If I'm talking to you by choice, if I if I've gone out of my way to talk to you. If I've initiated contact with you, if I'm eager to respond to you, that takes a lot of energy from me. It takes a lot of energy for me to express myself. This takes a lot of energy for me. It sounds very natural, but I have to focus it. And I put it into a distilled uh, form. And so to communicate with somebody, to me, is love. And I know that all love languages, that's why the love languages is communication. But verbal communication, to me is an expression that something at least temporarily is interesting to me. And when it's a person, if they're interesting to me over and over again, that means that I like them. Uh, Gosh, that sounds so strange, but I guess you can't talk about the way you love. In a way, that sounds normal. I don't know how to end this podcast in a sexy way. Uh, So I guess I'll just try and do it in a normal way and say thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It was a fun one. It was a weird one. It was an interesting one, wasn't it? I think so. And because I go out of my way to talk to you guys, you know that I love you. That's how it works with me.
anyways, keep sending in all of your praise, all of your critiques, all of your fantasies and everything else on in. I do read them all. I do. I do read each and every last one. I hope you are going to have a wonderful rest of your week and weekend ahead of you. Send me a DM sometimes. I'm shy, but I'm getting better.